0: hello and welcome to the Healed with Alyssa podcast. I am so excited for you guys to learn more information from me. This podcast is going to be all about helping heal your child and your family naturally without drugs or surgery. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome to Heals with Alyssa podcast. I am Alyssa and on today's episode we are going to talk about the immune system and how to strengthen the immune system naturally while we're getting into cold and flu season. So I just want to talk a little bit about the correlation of sugar to the immune system. Okay, and flu season. So we notice that the flu season sort of begins when Halloween starts. Okay, like this is around flu season. And let's talk about why that is. So, around that Halloween season, end of October, most people are eating a lot more sugar than usual, right? And sugar really affects the immune system in a negative way so I can just tell you my own personal story with my toddler he last Halloween was the first Halloween that he wasn't like so severely sensitive to food so I allowed him to have some candy around Halloween we went to a bunch of trunk or treats and you know trick-or-treating like these type of things so he saw everyone else eating the candy. So, you know, I don't want him to be left out. So I let him eat some candy. I think he had some Snickers, Reese's, like he was all about the chocolate stuff. So I let him have some like for a few days and then I threw it out. He got so sick that I've never seen him so sick before. Um, Not like throwing up sick, but he had this illness, he had a runny nose, he had a fever, he had um, he, he had ear pain and you know if you know me you know that I am not gonna bring him to the doctor. I have a stethoscope at home so I listen to his lungs he had issues with coughing, um, no wheezing but just kind of like a junkie sounding feeling in his chest and this took him forever. To get over, and I have all of the natural remedies, you know, and I had to use, I had to break out all of my things, and eventually he got over it, but it took a really, really long time. Um, Now, why was that? Is because he has, you know, toxins in his body, he has parasites in his body, and they love the sugar, but. (laughs) it made him really, really sick. So this is why I say, really look at how much sugar you are consuming or your child is consuming because this will make their immune system worse. So a lot of times, some of my patients will come in and their child's sick, and I'm like, oh, well, what did they eat this weekend? And they're like, oh, well, they had a birthday party and they had you know, a bunch of cake or candy or whatever. And usually, when we look back to what they ate a few days before that, it was some kind of sugar. Okay, so I'm not saying never to eat sugar. That's not what I'm saying at all. But we just need to limit it. And we it's important also to look at ones that aren't filled with all these chemicals and find things that don't have food dyes because all of these things affect the immune system, right? Our toxic load affects the immune system. So if we are eating a bunch of candy that has food dyes and artificial flavorings and really bad dairy in it this affects our immune system so there are a ton of natural more natural organic candies it's still candy it's still sugar but it is a little bit healthier for your child okay so that's what I have to say about sugar sugar is. The devil. <laughs> um, sugar is more addicting than most drugs. So just keep that in mind. Okay, so everyone wants to know like, what's my favorite supplement for, you know, the immune system? If they are sick, they have a fever, like, what do I do? So the first supplement that I love for this is for kids, um, is Kids Play. Um, kids Play, it's called Tough. Play. This is an immune boost for kids. It has vitamin C. It has zinc. It has D3 in it. It also has some echinacea root, which is excellent. It has um, elder elderberry flowers in it. It has astragalus, which these are powerhouse supplements for the immune system. So, I will link this in the show notes if you would like to purchase it. It is a liquid tincture so it's really great for um, for kids and uh, it's really easy to give to them they don't mind um, taking it so that would be my favorite supplement to support the immune system right this is not for like if you're sick this is just something you take every day to make sure that your immune system is strong and that you're getting the right um, vitamins and nutrients okay so that is for kids now, um, if your child has a fever, what we personally do is we give calcium lactate. So if my son has a fever, I will give him the, like, the first sign that he has an illness or sick or fever, I give him calcium lactate. He, um, everyone wants to know like, well, what's the dose for calcium lactate? It's individual for each person. Um, I can just tell you my child um, he weighs about 30 pounds, he's three years old, and I give him one calcium lactate when he has, when he's sick. Um, now, this is food, so it's not like, um, you know, it's not like a drug that's gonna hurt them. Um, The only thing you need to think about, though, if your child has a history of febrile seizures, then you have to be more um, concerned with the fever, right? We always want to, if they have history of febrile seizures, this, um, you have to be more proactive with the fever than just doing calcium lactate. So, um, so, you know, you need to speak to your doctor before you change anything or start any new products. Um, people wanna know like, how does this work? How does calcium lactate work? How is that going to like help my child? How this works is it will jumpstart the immune system. So calcium lactate tells, This is gonna get a little sciency here. Calcium lactate tells the white blood cells, so you have all these different cells. Your white blood cells have to do a lot with your immune system. So it tells your white blood cells to get to work and to make more to fight whatever is going on. So a lot of my patients who take this and my, in my personal experience with this, with my son is that we start it, like I give it to him, for some reason, he always gets sick in the evening, right like he gets a fever at nighttime and I give it to him and then the next morning he's back to normal it was like he was never sick in the first place, so it is amazing right and it's it's based off, it's made out of food, so it tells your white blood cells get to work, do what you gotta do and and that's how it works, okay when your child has a fever um some other things that we like, when my son has a fever, some things that I like to do is give them a like a tepid bath, right, not too hot, not too cold, kind of tepid in the middle to help cool their temperature down. We wanna make sure they're not like bundles and blankets. You wanna strip their clothes. I like to put some cool rags behind their neck, under their under his armpits, in the groin area. Those are the main areas where Like we sweat, and it will really help to cool the body down. And you also want to make sure that they are drinking a lot of fluids. Okay, the worst thing your child can do if they have a fever is get dehydrated, because then their fever gets even worse and they feel even worse. So you, your child may not be hungry; they might not have an appetite, and it's okay if they don't eat for a day or two. Right? We want to make sure that they are drinking and staying hydrated so some of my favorite things for that would be some water with electrolytes also i love um coconut water is really great you can make some Ice pops to help, um, you know, if they're not in the mood to drink and they can have an ice pop. That's really good. You can make your own. There's a ton of recipes to make your own ice pops. Some things I would avoid are Pedialyte, uh, Gatorade. And why do I avoid those? Because those are loaded with artificial sugars. They have high fructose corn syrup um, and they also have food dyes. So we don't want to give our child food dyes because these affect the brain and this can further um, make your child sicker down the road. So we want to make sure that they are staying hydrated. Give them maybe their favorite organic juice, you know, water down, just hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. We always say, you know, make sure your child's having at least two to three wet diapers a day. Like that's like the minimum. Right, if your child is not having um, a wet diaper, you know, or if they're older and they're not peeing within like 12 hours, that is concerning. And you should be following up with your doctor or potentially taking them to the hospital. That's what we said in the hospital when I worked in the pediatric ER. Um, It was concerning if the child hadn't had any kind of urination or peeing within 12 hours. So that's something to consider and um, look at. Um, Now, let's talk about um, ear pain, right? Everyone wants, you know, a lot of kids when they get any kind of cold, congestion, they have something called eustachian tubes, which are these little tubes that drain fluid from their ears and it goes like down their throat and it kind of drains out. But theirs are, are more straight so they are more prone to ear infections. Um so people don't want their kids to to put be put on antibiotics. So people want to know, okay, what can I do naturally to prevent my child from getting um ear infections? Uh once again, back to sugar, right? Sugar is gonna be a big driver here. Also if they are sick, I would uh cut back on the dairy because dairy can make things much worse um jerry can create mucus if they're more sensitive so i would uh, lay low on the dairy if um, your child eats a lot of dairy and then i my favorite thing that we use i use for my son if he ever complains of ear pain i'm in younger kids it may be like pulling of the ear you know tugging of the ear and you know they can't if they can't explain like they're just rough like they're you know, in the ear, if they're cranky, irritable, those are common things for ear infection. We use para-3, which are drops. Okay, that's what I use with my son, we use para-3 drops. Now, how I use this is not that he, he does not take the drops orally. He, we put it top, we put it in his ear, kind of like ear drops. So you always want to make sure that your child's membrane is intact before you do this um, and then we put um one drop in each ear right i've in the past i've done it <laughs> where he he had what ear pain in one ear so i just did it in the one ear and then the other ear started hurting the day later so now i just do it in both ears because if there is any kind of congestion non draining fluid then um, most likely it's going to affect both ears. So I do it in both ears, one drop. And I do do it, if he is like an acute thing, I usually do do it two to three times a day, right? And then I, even if he's not complaining of ear pain, I will continue it for a few more days after to just make sure it's not going to come back because I've done that before too, where it's like, oh, he's fine. He's not complaining of ear pain anymore. Let me just stop giving it and then he'd start complaining of ear pain again. So um, so yeah, I keep doing it for a few days after that. So that is my favorite thing when your child complains of ear pain. Um, also, you can do some kind of like lymphatic um, drainage for kids, there's a ton of videos on on how to do that. It's really important because this has a lot to do with like your lymph nodes, and they they have you have a lot of lymph nodes here in your neck, behind your ears, in front of your ears, in your throat. So just getting the lymphatic system moving as well is really important. Um, so yeah, so those are my favorite tips for fever. If your child is constantly getting sick, you're trying all the things, it's not working, and you're looking for help to help address what is going on in your child's body, we can help. So what we do is we do muscle testing to address the root cause. So a lot of times kids with immune system issues, we see parasites, we see mold, we see toxins like heavy metals, environmental toxins like pesticides. So we need to get these toxins out of the body and help the immune system to fight and be stronger, right? Our child should not have to be getting sick every other week or if your child has a constant runny nose, that's not normal, right? It may be common, but it's not normal. So if you need help with your child's health, I will put the link to schedule an appointment with me in the show notes, and I would love to help get to the root cause of your child's immune system dysfunction or imbalance. Okay, and that is all for today, and I will see you on the next episode. I hope you all have a wonderful day. If this podcast episode resonated with you, please share it with another mother or another family who's going through similar issues, and if you could please leave us a review and a rating, it would mean the world to me. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you on the next episode.